331. We are doing this. Episode 331. That's so many. It is so many. Oh. We are here at Acme. This is No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson. I am here. Return guests. Some of my favorites. Who isn't? Nate Abshire, Mike Lester. Fellas, I saw you last night. I'm hey. seeing you again today. Hello. 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 It's good What's to up? be here. Great to be here. I know I pulled you out of the sunny skies outside to come in here in a basement and hang out for an hour. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was tough pulling away from this kind of weather, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. So on the, so last night, uh, today's Thursday, Wednesday, yesterday. Everybody's Correct. with me The natural so progression. Thank yeah. you. Makes Thank sense. you. Uh, my drive over here, my drive over here to the show last night, I live on the other side of town. I live in St. Paul. So driving to Minneapolis, I drove past downtown St. Paul. Huge amounts of traffic going into downtown St. Paul last night for Michelle Obama. Oh. Then I read in the paper today that uh, Mariah Carey did her first ever Twin Cities concert last night. Wow. Yeah, that's so what you traffic, were up against. That's what I'm saying. The traffic was... Was for Michelle Obama or was for Mariah Carey? Mariah was in Saint, was in Minneapolis. Oh, was okay. At the okay. state, I believe. All right. I'm, I don't know if they have much overlap in audience. They probably did like a double header, like they went back to back. <laughs> yeah, but Mariah who, opened for But Michelle. who closes? Michelle? Michelle does, All right. dude. All right. Michelle closes, you think? That dance number. She starts flossing up there. <laughs> and she talks about the education that she's going to do. I don't know politics. We should have Robert Burrell call in. <laughs> I call in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Oklahoma. Line one, you're on the air. Hey, it's Bobby. I got a grandma girlfriend. That's my whole act. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Mike, that was so rude what you just oh, said about Robert. I'm, I'm nasty, dude. <laughs> You got nasty. You know, I today. you know now I have to have him on soon to right. uh, give his. No, uh, no, I don't. No, you don't. No, no all right. But is there, do you think there are any crossover between Mariah Carey fans and comedy fans? I think so. I think sure. I think Mariah is one of those one of those acts that it's a nostalgia factor more than anything else, right? Right. So I think it's possible that, you know, you had bad taste as a child and then <laughs> eventually started li- liking comedy. I'm kidding. Mariah's beautiful or whatever. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a good save. She's beautiful or whatever. <laughs> Great did, I, did I save it? <laughs> I'll be honest. I've never listened to her music. I don't know if it's... I don't know. Fair enough. She's got some bangers. Yeah? Yeah, she's yeah. got some, Name two. She's got some stuff that slaps. <laughs> uh, I'll probably name... Uh, some Beyonce songs. Yeah, yeah. Does she cover any Lizzo songs? Because <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, let's hear it. Did you see that Lizzo uh, Ron Burgundy parody? No. What is this? The jazz flute. No. Oh, it's so good. I haven't yeah. seen that. We'll we'll link it in the in the app description. Yes, I, we have to. We'll link it in it. All right, all right. It's good, dude. So I want to say, uh, once I got here last night. I passed up the Michelle and uh, any other opportunity to see any other entertainment. I made the right choice. Great show last night, guys. That's very nice of you. Fun show. Great show. Your thoughts on last night? I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I, uh, I, uh, you know, it was a great time. Good crowd. Fun crowd. Let you take some chances. Yeah. That's the kind of crowd I want. Yeah, I think I think Mike has rose-colored glasses of last night, mostly because Tuesday he ate shit. Oh, so, okay. Let's go back here. Okay. So on five, definitely poop. So on Tuesday he did so bad that Wednesday he was like, "This is amazing." 
low, I did low bar. I, I did real good on Tuesday. So when about, did it? Wednesday no, was no, just let's okay. Talk about your Tuesday set. <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about your Tuesday set. No, I don't want to talk about Tuesday. Tuesday's dead. Uh, yeah, last night was good. There was a guy eating Skittles. During during my set on yeah. Tuesday, when that's the most notable thing, you know, <laughs> your favorite set. What? <laughs> All I remember is the guy eating his snack. And did you? Was he also like in the back of the room? No, no, no. He was like second row. I heard it rustle because, hmm. like, you know, I was between uproarious laughter and punchlines. Right, and right. That. Those that millisecond. Yeah, just that one. Mm-hmm. While everyone was putting out the fire from the last joke, I heard I heard him pull it out of his pocket. And I looked over and you know he's right there and he just kind of tears the corner off it wasn't even opened yet no no okay no this was uh this was full-on sneaking food into the theater level (laughs) (laughs) one skittle at a time or he didn't get to start eating them before i was talking to him about it wonderful it seemed like he was kind of bored with the show over all right just sifting through his pockets and like oh i still got skittles (laughs) what's in these pockets that'll entertain me Let's see. One detour. <laughs> Maybe I've got a post-it note from work. <laughs> What's this? A bill I should pay? <laughs> I'll take care of this now. Uh, Tuesdays for the for the workers. For the workers. Tuesdays for the lovers. Yeah, and then and then I brought up the this guy's eating beans meme. And like I got three it. people got it. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I, I'm one that doesn't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't it, G. Cole post that on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so good. Uh, it's, so it's a meme. It's like it was a Twitter thing where someone posted a picture of, like, apparently someone was eating baked beans, like took a container of baked beans into a movie theater okay. and was eating them and then spilled them all over himself. And someone else in the theater said, this guy's eating beans and everybody laughed at him. And then it just became an internet meme. Sure, I, sure. I've also uh, TV'd up the language there because oh. it's got words I can't say. Uh, oh, you can say. No. No? No, you can't. No? Oh. No, you can't say. Oh. Okay. Uh, but it's super funny. And so then this meme started of everyone, like, putting beans in things they don't belong in and posting pictures of it, like like a high-heeled shoe full of beans. I and see. it would say, this guy's wearing beans. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, right. <laughs> It was very fun. What's the weirdest thing you've ever taken into a theater to eat? I really want to say your mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's why I'm saying he you wants up, you to dude. say his <laughs> mom. You know, I'm I'm more of a buy popcorn there. And yeah. uh, that's that's You're about, a sucker. Yeah, I'm a real. Although when I was a kid, like my mom, 100 percent, we stopped at the gas station and bought snacks. Now, and, OK. And did you ever have because, you know, I have two kids and I have one that has been that is not OK with that is very uncomfortable oh, really? with sneaking food in. Kids oh, no. Kids. Yeah. Kids a narc. Future narc. You're going to need to make them watch like Goodfellas and a kind of, just understand what happens to snitch. In this family, I mean, Shit. no, I never, I never had a moral problem with it. The one thing that always bugged me, actually, was uh, when I was a kid, my dad, when we would go to the grocery store, 
He would pay for everything at the end, but he would also just grab a handful of peanuts. Sure. Oh. And eat them as he was shopping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Which is always just like, I don't think it was necessarily that the stealing bothered me. It was just the hickishness of it. Right? <laughs> of like, <laughs> like, come on, man. We can just... <laughs> <laughs> just shop normal. Yeah. Or you've like already, you've uh, already decided you were going to pay for almost everything. Just right. Everything. Or like grab a soda in the chilled section and yeah. then drink it while you're shopping and then put it on a shelf before you leave. No. Yeah. I do that at Target I, with chicken tenders. <laughs> I just take chicken tenders and eat them while I pretend to shop and then throw them away in like the sports section. Yep. Just to be clear, though, the second one about drinking a soda while you're shopping, that's what I do. He didn't do that. Okay. He was. Peanut. He was a peanuts guy. I do full meals <laughs> with dipping sauce. I'm like Mike's <laughs> here. Mike's here shopping, eating lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys ever? Did you ever watch that TV show, The Boondocks, the cartoon? Oh, I love. That I have. Do you remember no. there was an episode of that show where Grandpa brings food into the theater and he takes his jacket off and he has like a whole turkey, <laughs> like the whole right, right. Thanksgiving meal. We would do that with Subway when I was younger. We get like the foot longs and just take them. In Oh, okay. Subway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was older, we would always sneak a flask in yeah. and buy a large drink, drink half of it, then dump the whole flask in it. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's how my dad drove a bus. <laughs> <laughs> we better buy a ticket for all the whiskey in my tummy. <laughs> His super sipper. <laughs> His horrific My- tasting super sipper. <laughs> Mike, I saw in your uh, Instagram or maybe one of your social medias I follow. Oh, yeah. You posted yeah, a picture maybe. of a fella that you claim to be your dad. That is my dad. That's your dad. That's my dad. Wow. Was he? Uh, yeah, he's looking good. Uh huh. Right? Slimming down. Yeah. I got a really nice photo of him right now showing off all his rings on one. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What does that mean? I haven't seen these at all. <laughs> he just looks like a mafia. A leprechaun. <laughs> He's like just chilling today, and I like see his CPAP machine in the background like, in your room trying to be cool. I love it, dude. That's amazing. It's so funny. The best picture I have of him is he's in like an all green outfit, like like total like mafia leprechaun, and he's got his belt on with suspenders, and he's got no shoes on, and he's showing off his new like sleeve tattoo of roses. <laughs> we like to joke that the only one that's ever gotten my dad flowers is himself. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't remember. Is he retired from this uh, bus driving oh, job? Yeah, he was forced into retirement. Forced? Yep, he was forcibly retired. What kind of scandal gets you forcibly retired? He just didn't show up for two years. <laughs> two years? <laughs> he just used all his paid time off, which is like two years. Well, that's my kind of guy. I'm going to be that's honest. That's kind of genius. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. It. In those two years, he'd eat like three Big Macs a day. You know, very really? destructive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I understand that impulse as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike, on stage last night, you said something about delivering pizzas. Yeah. Yeah? Doing that part you still You're still at Domino's? I'm still at Domino's. Nice. Me nice. Aaron, dude, together. That's fun. Yesterday, Aaron gave our uh, manager a weed cookie, and they didn't know it was a weed cookie. <laughs> like, you gotta tell them. Cause yeah, like, you gotta tell like, them, man. An hour later, they just have their hands in the cheese, like they're doing prep, <laughs> and they just put their hands in the cheese, and I watch them. It's like two minutes of them just sifting through the cheese, like, oh, 
this feels so good. I'm like, Cody is lit as fuck, man. Cody's so lit. I'm, like, terrified of baked goods now. Because... All baked goods. Just because weed gives me panic attacks, and I'm always worried that someone's going to be like, oh, you want a brownie? Have you ever been dosed by somebody with everything? By anything, I mean? Pardon me. No, no, no. Never, like, no one's ever snuck it on me. Yeah. But uh, I was really into temporary tattoos when I was a kid because I wanted a trip, but it never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lick and stick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Lick and stick, baby. Hell yeah. That yeah. doesn't, when you say it, it doesn't sound like Lick it's about stick, temporary yeah. tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> stick it. Yeah. That's my mantra for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible 2019 yeah, mantra. Dude, yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. It's hard to get dosed with edibles, though, because they just taste. I right, mean, right. some that really don't, but... Most of them, you're like, them it's oh, like, it tastes like there's weed in here. Yeah, this is hash. I'm just eating <laughs> hash right now, right? Hash with chocolate chips. Do you have a favorite edible, Mike Lester? My favorite, uh, when I was really into them, were Chiba Chews. They're like weed Tootsie Rolls, and they're like quad doses for one Tootsie Roll. And uh, my dad and I, we would like split them and go hiking, and we would be like crawling by the end of the hike, but I have never felt more oxygenated. You know what I mean? I was like, God, there's so much oxygen in my brain right now. I might pass out, dude, from all this fucking oxygen. So much oxygen. If only Chiba Chews could use that for a commercial. I I tweet at him once in a while, just like let me be your spokesperson. But that's that's Joey Diaz's realm now. Oh, is it? Yeah, he 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 just eats them like fucking four at a time. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yowza. What do you guys? Um, as comedians. You get, you know, I think you addressed, or, you know, a lot of people are addressing it these days, you know, like, like uh, oh, you're going to offend somebody by saying the wrong thing, or, you know, don't go on this topic, or whatever. Um, I know it doesn't happen here. If you guys ever work somewhere where they tell you, like, don't, get, don't, 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 stay away from this topic, or that topic, or... No. Never? I've never been told that. That's actually- no, I've had, uh, like... If you're featuring, I've had headliners tell me things they don't want me to do. Because they have it in their act or because it's going to set the wrong... Either. Either. Uh, I mean, both, I guess, is the actual answer. Both of those have happened. But I've never had a venue tell me tell me anything like that. Yeah. I think also, like, people getting offended is usually something that seems to happen on the internet as opposed to <laughs> live shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, They'd I th- rather tell you over the keyboard. Yeah, well, not just that, but I think that I think people in real life are generally a lot more. Uh, it's a lot less black and white. That's not the right, <laughs> not the right thing to use. But but I think in real life people aren't as you know angry about everything mm. as they are on the internet. Maybe not as angry face to face. Yeah, I don't. After shows, I've had people tell me. Sure, I've had people like tell what? me about jokes like that they recent, didn't like. Yeah, recently I did uh, the gonorrhea bit at a show, and uh, and a guy came up to me afterwards and he was just like, "I re- I just really didn't like that." And I was like, <laughs> "You think I like getting it? You know what I mean?" Like it's so, that's the way it is. What I you know I've heard you do the joke like twice now, but I don't know. Can you tell like how'd you tenth grade? Um, so 
this is a joke or this part of this is a joke you're doing right now right if you yeah if you break it down so i i like backtracked and i remember i tried to do it when i initially got because i was already doing comedy so that would have placed me at like 17 and um i was like seeing this girl that went to university of minnesota rochester and i got it from her came back up and then like four days later uh, every, you know, it all. Went okay, down. okay. It, it so all, you were seventeen. I was. It all went down. Uh, I don't know how I landed on tenth grade. I guess it would be like. 11. It's funnier. Yeah, it, it's funnier. I, I guess leave it. Like, leave it. Yeah, but, I'll leave it. It's left in there. I went on to date her for like a year after that. What? <laughs> Why aren't you saying that? Because I'm dumb, dude. Because I'm. I don't want to bring them into it. I just. Why? Wanna, I just want to destigmatize STDs. <laughs> So thank God someone finally is. I'm when, taking a stand. So when you found out that you had it, did you call her? Sorry, this is just becoming an interview of Mike. Sure. Um, <laughs> did you like call her and be like, "Hey, uh, we have gonorrhea"? Like, what oh, was absolutely. that? Absolutely. I was like, I was like, "Do you have it?" Because I do, and she's like, "I." I don't know what you're talking about, which, you know, in the long run was a lie. <laughs> Did you get it again from her? No. Okay. So she, like, got it treated. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. there's a lot. Of or did you remain celibate after that? No, no, not at all. I was just grateful. Like, I, heard, <laughs> one of my friends told me this story, which is the most baller thing I've ever heard, but one of them, I guess they were probably both being unfaithful or they were ethically non-monogamous or whatever, but she found out that she had chlamydia, and so they were like, they just gave her an extra set of antibiotics for her partner. So like your partner has has it too, and so she was like, I just went home and like threw him the bottle, and was like, you got to start taking these, (laughs) and it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like, man, you guys are way cooler about this. Best doctor ever, (laughs) right? You saved the office visit fee. That's yeah, awesome. I guarantee I've never uh, confessed this on this podcast or in public, but I had to do the, I don't remember what age, older than 17, but I had the... Yeah, you weren't a player, dude. (laughs) I had to go get... go down to Rochester and go to all the raves at you. Yeah, woof. I had to go get the Q-tip in the pee hole and then tell someone that I was not really dating at the time, just kind of seeing very casually that... Did you get something? What the hell was it? I had to take some kind of antibiotics. Okay. I don't remember so that's what it a was. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what. I don't I remember what it was. Hill to treat syphilis. All right, well, don't don't drink after this guy. Jesus. <laughs> Being real loosey-goosey about your STD yeah, diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> this is decades ago, A lot gentlemen. of blanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of blacked-out sections on that document. <laughs> I don't know, but I took pills for yeah, it. Well, well, you got something. Buddy. Redacted, baby. Maybe. This yeah, was before the HPV vaccine, you understand. This so. is why I asked the questions, because I don't know how to answer them clearly, all right? I only no, know how to they ask. Were, they were placebo pills. Just, just, just to make me feel cool. That's right. Yeah. So I was bragging to my friends. It got rid of something, and I was very... I've curious. never had... I've never had one, but... But I have thought that I've had them so many times yeah. that when I was in college, the the doctor at the clinic that I always went to was like, look, man, uh, we tell everyone to get tested so that the people that need to get tested get tested. Sure. 
you're okay. Oh. <laughs> I think he was basically like trying to say, like, having sex three times a year isn't a great risk yeah. of AIDS. <laughs> but every time, I'm just such a hypochondriac. <laughs> now, before we started recording, uh, we t- this that bit of yours, you guys, we were talking about other shows and how mm-hmm. you were saying that you moved it in the I set, Mike? In the set, yeah. And it worked better. Oh, yeah. Tuesday, Why? T- Tuesday, I really didn't plan anything out, and I was kind of in it my It showed. Head. It was, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was kind of in my head about another thing, too, like my friend passed away. Uh, on Monday, so um, you know it's it, it's still it's still hard. Uh, you know he was 29, really good dude. Um, but uh, I was just really in my head. But Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to his memorial show. I'm just gonna actually like write a proper set list, which is you know something I don't usually do. But I really just need to get a handle on it. And I move gonorrhea like 10 minutes later, where it belongs. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't open on gonorrhea. You, you can't. You can't. It's like. It's like the I have herpes conversation is not a first date conversation. Yeah, yeah. it's a before sex conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's not a first. You can't be like, no, no, hey, no, how no. you doing? I have herpes. Because then everyone you meet is going to be like, hey, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to get to know me. You know, right. get to know get the to real know me. you before they're and then talk about how I was a whore before they find out <laughs> you've had VD since you were a wee child. <laughs> not since it was treated. Since God, <laughs> I mean. Who's to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's fantastic. But. I had an order problem, too, last night as opposed to Tuesday. Because I was really? switching the order from Tuesday, but then I forgot to do 10 minutes of jokes at the front end. And so it tanked. Forgot? <laughs> like, wait, forgot like three of my jokes. Do you remember last night forgot. at like the 30 minute mark? Do you I remember the 30 minute mark of course of Nate's set no but I'm gonna tell you that but it was at it was 30 minutes in when I was like I was like I just like got stuck and I was like I checked the time and then I was like oh wow I said oh wow we're really blowing through this yes okay that was because I forgot to do 15 minutes of jokes at the beginning of my set I see and then I and that threw off the whole order where I just like skipped over them because I am an idiot. Um, I don't have a great excuse like fucking Mike, but yeah. uh, <laughs> what an excuse! Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> oh, if only someone could die before every show. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's oh, not. Man. Not okay. Um, it's all. Good. I mean, someone probably does. We just don't know. Oh yeah, during the show too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is, we're doing great. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so so it tanked like all of my stuff that was supposed to be later in the set oh, I, I think see. so I'm you know <laughs> it's uh sometimes you learn a lot and sometimes you're like well I made one mistake super early and that's the only takeaway yeah yeah right like that's the there's no coming back from some of the it, it, some it, of at the least things. you have the ability to like recognize it though you're not like one of those guys they're just like well, it was just the crowd oh I'm, yeah well I'm fucking solid you know, like any order I do, a man is rocking. <laughs> like I've run into so many of those derps. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's weird because stand up requires so much. To me, at least, I think that in order to be good at it, which I'm not, but you need you need uh, you need to be objective, but also be able to move on. Yes, where you need to be able to realize when you're making mistakes, but also. 
dwelling on them is usually not super helpful. No. Like, so... Yeah, I think that there, there's all with any crowd, there's a, there's a f- switch to flip, that that breaks it, you know. Like uh, Brody Stevens is a guy that all I've heard is that he broke every room he walked into, and even on shows where every other comic is just bombing and can't figure it out, and he would walk in and just break them open. Isn't that amazing? Um, which is amazing, you know, and I, that's just part of the, I think that's just part of the toolkit of doing it for a long time. But also he was amazing. I mean, not to take anything away from him, obviously. And he always had a plan. He was very good at like assimilating a plan very quickly for a specific room. Yeah. Like that industry night story. Yeah, that one's, that one's my favorite. Yeah, for it's sure. incredible. Did you guys ever cross paths with him? No. No. I never no. met him. I've heard amazing things about him. The- I was describing him to somebody who's not who had no idea who he was just the other day. I'm like, all I can say is the the uh, re- responses from other comedians. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, a lot of comedian. Not, I mean, there's a significant number of comedians that die young, unfortunately. Sure. And I've never seen, as far as I can remember, the reaction, the positive. You know, people just yeah. loved this guy so much. He was. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know enough about him to to say more, really. But sure. but he he seemed to seems like he was just amazing. I never got to see him live, which, from what I've heard, is where he was completely yeah. unstoppable. Yeah, His Comedy Central show is like super underrated to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That, that's like just like the just watching the clips from that show. It's like he was always on, and he could just take like. Just like a description of a trip he went on and just make it the funniest segment you've ever seen right. in your life. Yeah. Right. Have you guys been following along on Twitter for Gary Gullman's comedy writing oh, tips? Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, right now, the hashtag. Yeah, yeah. I love those, man. Those are great. Yeah. I look at those every day. There's a couple I'm going to uh, bring up here. here but uh, before I get to that page in my iPad, yeah, I'm, Gullman's I have... not getting enough press. Let's get him on this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not about him specifically. <laughs> Uh, I had to look up because I I must be living under a rock. I'd never heard of safety camps, Mike yeah. Lester. Yeah, yeah. Had, did you know about safety camps before well, Mike I've Lester heard talked about that, it on stage? That bit's pretty old, right? Because I've heard it revamped. Well, I mean, I I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you didn't change it. I'm just saying I first it heard the bit so like five years ago or so something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not my whole act right now <laughs> that I'm doing this week <laughs> is like six years old, so I'm not. Yeah, you got to upgrade Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of... Shits on your Switch? uh, It just... Xbox has such a good sound to it. Yeah. Um, People still play Xbox. I mean, I... I hope that at least since it's now it's Xbox One, people just assume that that's what I mean. For brevity. <laughs> right. But I don't think it matters. <laughs> Tim Apple, you're it's brevity. All right. Yeah. Short version, fuck you, Mike. Um, <laughs> I've heard of safety camps, but I can't remember if it was when I first heard Mike do the okay. joke. <laughs> Or earlier in my life. Funny. That's awesome. I first heard it in 2012 when Mike <laughs> troped that premise out onto the stage. So I looked up safety camps. Good. And it gave me some response. Uh, I found some in like every freaking city in Minnesota yeah. has their own. They're day camps. It, yeah. You just go to like the community center and run around that, and then you go indoors like three times a day to talk to like either a motorcycle crash victim or like an animal control expert. Cool, cool. Yeah, the guy's like, I'm gonna draw SpongeBob with my mouth, and it's like we're all traumatized. <laughs> I feel like 
I feel like you're, when your parents send you to those, they're just prepping you for the DUI class you're going to take later. They're prepping me for stand-up. They're like, here's a gold nugget. Look, we know you're going to have to take a DUI class, and Get they're going to tell be- you about all the crashes, and we don't want you to break down and embarrass the family. So, Yeah, yeah. very similar to the victim, victim statements you'll be hearing. <laughs> right. Oh, man, I remember the guy. He, like, drew SpongeBob, then offered it. He's like, who wants it? No one Oh, no! <laughs> was it in Minnesota? Yeah, it yeah. was in a uh, uh, Crystal, Minnesota, by uh, you know where the Crystal Target is. <laughs> okay, it's okay. right by the Meth Target, <laughs> actually. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Meth Target. Yeah, uh-huh. and like we're down the valley, and old country buffet used to be. It was in that like. Uh, I'm really not proud of that set. joke. The meth target? Yeah. yeah it's a riff. It's not a joke. I mean, it's, it's still, you know. You can edit this out. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. Do you, what age did you go? I went. Curious. I went uh, seven, eight, and nine. I went three years. Couldn't get enough. <laughs> was it. You couldn't learn how enough? How long in the was first? it? Like, was it a full day one time or several days in a row? Full day, four days a week for two weeks. Holy God. shit. These are way more than... Uh, well, I can tell you right now, guys, Blaine has one that we could all attend later this year. We're a little old. It's mostly for uh, people aged uh, up to 14. You know, f- it... If a safety camp is for children but lets adults enroll, I feel like you fail the first test. Yeah, yeah. Let's shut her down. Camp. <laughs> like the uh, that bus this week or last week that let on the fucking pedophile. Like some guy just wandered on. Like nobody's paying attention. Like onto a school bus. Yes. Convicted pedophile walked onto what? a school bus. Why was he like dressed like a kid or no? Was he looking? <laughs> yeah, they he, were out on a field he trip. Did, he did that thing that they do in uh, in porn videos where where a thirty year old is a teen, <laughs> just put a bow in his hair and put glasses on. Anyone want to see my Game Boy? <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to get picked up <laughs> by my parents. You guys play Game Boy Advance? That's how Tipsy Off is outdated. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> He wants to see my pogs. <laughs> Man, I remember pogs in sixth grade. See, it was sixth grade for me. Uh, pogs were super huge, and then I got salmonella. Not from pogs. Unrelated wow. to pogs. I just never heard of that connection. Um, and then I came back four days later with my pog binder, and I was like, who wants to play pogs? And everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's how fast they that moved dad on. died. It was like it was like a week and a half, and everyone was like, this is fucking stupid. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, guy walks onto a bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a couch sick. The punchline. Yeah. He's a pedophile. Uh, no, just one more thing I want you guys to know about safety camp and learning about, you know, keep, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, in Blaine, 10 bucks more than it is in St. Paul. That makes sense. For the same program. That's that all I'm saying. Sense. Blaine, okay. it's, a, it's a more rigorous curriculum. <laughs> is it? They don't just show you the bread they make. Yeah, they they actually show you escape routes from the Northgate Mall. <laughs> That's what was so scary about it was there was a whole day dedicated to like evading predators, and they'd be like, "You're on a bike. A guy comes up and grabs you. What do you?" It's like, no, none of us know what to do, man. And they're like, "You get off the bike and you push the bike into him and run away." 
The one, that was it. And then they're like, his legs are longer. He catches you. What do you do? <laughs> this is starting to feel less like training like, and more like roll. a weird story. Roll for your dexterity. Dungeons and Dragons now? <laughs> roll your dexterity die. We need oh, a, you rolled a five. You're getting... Need a reflex dead. save. <laughs> All right, you've been tortured for 14 days straight and haven't seen sunlight. Roll fortitude. <laughs> Roll a die for your survival. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's your survival point plus three? <laughs> oh, you're dead. <laughs> Should have paid attention in Boy Scouts, kid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Saint Paul. Saint Paul's uh, safety camp ends with an ice cream social. By the way, yeah, we got that in a roller skating party. All right. All right. Did you leave with a t-shirt? Because the, all these end also... Oh, uh, yeah. You all get divided into colors of teams, and you get your t-shirt. I still got mine. They're in my they're in my mom's house somewhere. Yeah. Neatly folded in my old beauty. So your mom doesn't throw shit away either? Not at all. Yep, mine... She's like, you mine. might need these. And I'm like, would I fuck go back? Like, <laughs> I bag on my mom so much for all the shit she keeps, but I recently got my... JV football like practice shirt and it's it fits me perfectly <laughs> but it used to fit over pads right? well let's not okay <laughs> look uh, and I was like really happy to have that it's got my name on it and shit was it like mesh? also my was my it mesh no 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 it's like uh, it's, it's cotton it's yeah it's just a tea it's a gildan but it's uh, our mascot was the cougars so I got a shirt that says Cougars on it, Hell which yeah. would have been a really funny joke 12 Just years ago. Say, yeah. I might turn my old safety camp shirts into, like, belly tank top. Oh, that'd be so hot. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, I mean, that bit writes itself. Repurpose, baby. <laughs> it's pretty on brand for you, too. I could sell it to one of these resale places in Uptown. <laughs> B would give me my own corner, just creepy old shirts made into belly shirts. <laughs> They all kind of smell like my dad, but get after it. <laughs> Scent of Joe corner. <laughs> oh, God. What? He smells fine. Yeah? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, haven't seen him. I haven't smelled my dad in two and a half years. So. You guys, either of you guys have merch after the shows these days? Yeah, dude. Weston Show. Couldn't sell it last night, but I'll be selling them. Uh, when does this drop? today hell yeah selling them all weekend come get them 20 bucks american apparel quality tea they're Great. nice Great. they're nice mid-range american apparel mid-range yeah, what does good. that mean it's not the super soft but oh, oh. It's soft I mean. enough but it's soft i mean it's they're nice american apparel doesn't have just one standard no 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 you can you can I go know. i think about that I don't know you can go hard super soft is crazy expensive it's super nice though mm. super expensive True. yeah i'm a i'm a super soft i don't sell i wouldn't sell them but I buy them. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on the Ali Wong level. Yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have merch right now because I'm lazy. Okay. Really? Yeah. It's like one internet, one internet interaction, <laughs> and you could have like 50 of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, let's not get into. It. I don't want to get into. <laughs> Do either of you guys have stuff playing on, uh, like, Spotify or Pandora? I think I have, like, right now I have one track on a compilation record that came out, like, a year after I started doing comedy. Oh, my goodness. Um, do you like that, that that's out there? <laughs> I don't. 
even remember what the joke is. Great. That's perfect. Um, but other than that, no. I need to record an album so I can start getting... Get the spins. And, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I recorded with Chad Daniels last week, and, I mean, he's super f- funny, but his success recently, you know, mm-hmm. he gets so many spins on forgive Right. Well, he's also spins. amazing, so... <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with how many people are listening to his. Sure, doctor. But you gotta wow. you gotta have a product wow. out there for people to hear it. Yes, I just learned within the last year. I didn't know that. I think Brian Miller told me that you could have you know material out there on those sites and not have it actually come from an actual you know album. Just to have sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Do you? Mike? I have like a I don't have anything on Spotify or anything like I have like a I have a thing on the Pluto TV app. All right. I have what, like all a right. clip through Comedy Dynamics that was like the worst set of my life that I got put on Comedy. Do you get residuals for that? I do. Nope. Nice. Do. It, fu- it it supports the magic habit. All right. Oh, here's a booster pack. Hell yeah. <laughs> 4 bucks. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Are you still doing a podcast? I am. We are. Uh, we're approaching our fiftieth episode. Nice. We're gonna do a live show, probably at Sisyphus Brewing. Got to make a. You know, just got to reach out to them and uh, talk about what it's about. Do a little fibbing. We just talk about Magic the Gathering, and um, uh, we kind of skew away from strategy and go more into like the culture. And we talk about the lore a lot of Magic the Gathering. There's like a deep history of just like the different planes and universes and the planeswalkers. And if you don't know Magic, you don't understand what I'm talking about. But uh, we just we have fun. A lot, of, <laughs> a, lot of char- a lot of character work. I mean, you know, we laugh. It, it, we um, do, and that's pretty much why we do. We're like, we, once we stop enjoying it, we'll stop. But we just we have fun doing. How it. much of a podcast is really about Magic the Gathering? About how- ten minutes, I would say, and the rest is making fun of our co-host Zach Kagan. <laughs> okay, about yeah. ten minutes of an hour. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, no, it's more than that. But we we sprinkle stuff in. We 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 recently uh, tour introduced sound drops, so that's been fun. Um, uh, he introduced this sound drop from this movie where it's like it's your life or mine, butthorn, and he just plays it over and over to uh, interrupt. Sounds that. like you guys started out super nerdy and are slowly verging to morning radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hope to get a deal with KQ by the end of 2019. Boo. And so I was like, shoot, shoot higher. Shoot higher. Yeah. We hope to get XM Sirius. There you go. A serial satellite. There you go. Show. There you go. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, we have fun doing it. It's a fun way. Uh, uh, we have a we have a decent following that appreciates it, and hopefully we can branch off into live shows. And it's just a fun extra thing to do. That's awesome. A little extra content, you know. Yeah, it's all about that content, it's all baby. About the content. That's what I've been saying for years. <laughs> and <laughs> well, I mean, I've been telling people, and it's working for them. You know, I not for me. But That's how Nate and I really connected was over Magic: The Gathering because Nate was like an OG Magic player. That's true. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I uh, I played Magic when. Uh, it meant something. Yeah, like <laughs> back when I mean we had to walk uphill to the card store both oh, ways. Those days, yes, 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 yes. Now I played from uh, right before fourth edition was when I played. That's crazy. Which is like ninety. I played like ninety five 
95 or 96 to like 98. You're like Arabian Nights. No, it was after Arabian. It was after Arabian Nights? Okay. So it could have been. Um, what iteration are they on now? Uh, now they're on like Allies of Ravnica. No, what's the core set? Is it 10? It's core set. Uh, tw- they go by year now. So it's like core set 2019. Oh, but how many? If it was still the old numbering method, I I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. I mean, it's been it's been sev- it's been a few years. Yeah. Is is but like I played competitively. Yeah. What What does that mean? Like there were tournaments, tournaments. like oh, with cash oh, prizes yeah, 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 and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cash prizes. Yeah, well, there's yeah. a whole culture. There's like a pro tour and stuff. Like Hasbro's kind of ruining it, but it's still there's still a pro yeah. Tour. I was uh, big I toys placed. ruining it. It is because now it's like. Basically, they pick 30 pro tour players a year, and it's not it's not off of how you do like competitively, like in state tournaments. Because it used to be like you'd win a city thing, you'd win a state thing, you go to nationals, then you go to worlds, and regionals before nationals. Yeah, yeah. Then you just now you just pick. <laughs> now they just pick 30 people like fucking Willy Wonka, and it's like golden tickets, the, the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. No I got. Good. I think I got seventh in the '98 Southwest Regional Juniors. No shit. God, you gotta have that as a credit. <laughs> Intra- be introduced. And to the, the thing is, tonight. the yeah. thing is, is that seventh is really misleading because. So I was undefeated in the group stage, the Swiss round, and then, uh, and my last match of the Swiss round before before the finals or semifinals, I was playing against a guy that I'd been hanging out with all day. And the, the way the decks matched up, I knew we both knew I was going to destroy him. And so before the game, he was like, you want to just draw? And like, I knew that I draw into the finals. Like, there's no way that I don't make it. And he, he, he gets in with a draw, maybe. So I was like, sure. So I drew into the finals and that seeded me where I had to play the first place guy, the only other undefeated guy. And it was a mirror matchup. We had the same deck and his sideboard was better than mine, which these are all words that Justin doesn't understand. But um, but anyway, so I played against the first place guy, lost to him and that's single a limb at that point. So I'm out. But I would have beaten everyone else there. So really, it's second place, <laughs> <laughs> Southwest Juniors sure. Regional. All right, asterisk. It wasn't Next fair. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, it's not that it wasn't job. fair. It's that it, I wasn't ruthless enough. Yeah, you fucked yourself. Yeah, you I mean, I take responsibility yeah, yeah. for that. I'd do it again though. Is Magic the Gathering like video games where the average age 30 years ago was like a teenager and then it's now it's you know oh, it's people just keep getting place. older, older and keep I, playing. I think Magic thing? keeps older players and has a lot of new ones okay yeah the drafts i go to i'm playing like 12 year olds yeah i don't i don't play live anymore at all losing to them that feels good they came out with an actual decent internet client so whenever i want to play i play on that it's called magic arena okay how about like the closest thing I did to that was Dungeons and Dragons? Is that even close? That's has some similarities, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you do it at the same places. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the places, like you when play I was adjacent to it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. definitely magic adjacent. I mean, yeah. there aren't a lot of people. I'll put it this way: there aren't many people in the '90s, at least, when I was playing games like this, that played Magic and didn't play D and D or vice versa. Okay, sure, sure. Like. Like, if you played D&D, you were playing Magic before everyone got there for the session. Uh, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was uh-huh. kind of just... 
that kind of thing. Oh, I get that. I would love to get a comics D and D campaign together. Not for like content, just to play. Yeah, it's, it's been done to death. But I just love RPGs. Yeah, so. they're super fun. They're just my favorite. They're I my had favorite. a uh, man. I played so much D and D as a kid. Yeah, yeah. What was your best character? I had a sexy woman dwarf. <laughs> no, I almost exclusively played chaotic neutral halfling rogues. Okay. Um, and my and all I did like because I had a couple friends like my best friend always played lawful neutral wizards. Okay. And so his character and my character were always at odds, and it was fucking hilarious all the time. Like one of my favorite gigs was to go into the inn and steal someone's money, and then hide while they start accusing people of stealing their money. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then what I'd do is I'd wait until the drama starts to unfold, and then plant it on somebody. Or wait, this is sort of like a joke you have with about dog poop and people find. Finding it and not knowing it's you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, but like, I just, I just loved causing chaos, not in the like sort of like in the downtime. Because in D&D, there's like a lot of parts where like, oh, you go to the inn and town to rest up between dungeon yeah. adventures kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Like, you know, I was always on point for the dungeon adventures. Yeah, yeah. I had a job to do. But when we went to town, I would fuck with everybody. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty great. But I think my favorite character I ever had was actually in college. I played for like a year. I found this session and uh, which was I did most of that in high school. But I made a character that was he was a sorcerer and he had a a natural 18 charisma which is the high he was like the most charismatic person in the world bananas uh george clooney and an eight intelligence and an eight wisdom (laughs) (laughs) and i played sociopath he was he was so dumb like like 10 intelligence is average like 10 intelligence voted for donald trump He's like Brendan Dassey level in Right, right. He was like I played him I played him like Derek Zoolander. Did you take the goal? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I yeah. was Tell us tell us where you put I the goal. I based him a lot of because here's the thing, Dassey doesn't have charisma. He kind of does. So I played him like Zoolander, Derek Zoolander. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was super funny. Um and I, there was just like one of the best jokes is so as in that game as a spellcaster you have a familiar, like a which is a little companion like a little animal and oh, I, okay. had a, I had a ferret, sick. And uh, as you level up, they get smarter. Okay. And by the time I was like level six, my ferret was smarter than me. <laughs> and so my favorite act out was uh, when is whenever it was my watch because you have like when you're sleeping in the wilderness, someone keeps watch to make sure monsters don't sneak up on you. Right. I would refuse to roll my spot and listen checks, and I would play cards with my ferret, but I would only do it when no one else was awake because he always won because he was way smarter than me. <laughs> I love the companion aspect of, like, RPGs. Like, this game I'm playing, Pillars of Eternity. Like, as you level up, you can get more companion animals. And I just have, like, four pigs that follow me around <laughs> You're and do nothing. They just stand outside while I battle. Uh, I wish that was real life and you walked around with four yeah, pigs. Yeah, I wish you had. We're, we're getting towards that. <laughs> companion animals. He just we're got another... Track. Yeah. You like companion animals in real life, too. <laughs> They're getting along, too. It's great. Oh, great. They're getting along. Today was good. We walked them together. 
the bloodhound was kind of off doing her own shit most of the walk but uh yeah like bloodhound shit yeah bloodhound shit yeah mm-hmm. howled at a howled at a kid with his hood up so nice that's promising that's yeah cool. yeah <laughs> got a racist dog that's, that's profiling cool. her there <laughs> hey it was a white kid all right <laughs> She just doesn't like strangers. Or buses or the UPS truck. Strangers is code. Yeah, it feels, this feels like uh, some dog whistle stuff. Well, she's from Mississippi. So. Draw your own conclusions, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Nate, are you are you are you any relation to the uh, Nathan Abshire that came up on Apple Music when I searched your name? No. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's like he's from the same area that I'm from. Um, and we are probably distantly related. Like most Abshires are descended from three brothers that immigrated to the United States. Um. So we're, but not like he's not like my uncle or anything okay. like that. I mean, he at closest I'd guess would be like tenth cousin or some shit. Okay. Um. But he's like the grandfather of Zydeco music. He's widely considered to be one of the people that made Zydeco music mainstream. So as this much is, as it ever has been. Right. So this is probably a really dumb guy question. But I'm going to ask it. So when you, like uh, back in Louisiana, mm-hmm. people heard heard your name growing up. Were they like, oh, did, did anybody make a connection? No, like, was he famous no. enough to be like, oh, did he, he is, but he's also, he died a while yeah. ago. Um, and also, Abshire is a much more common name. Where so it wouldn't I even live. catch people's attention, right? Like, there's tons of Nate Abshire. There's down another there. Nate Abshire. Yeah, he he did help bring the blues and honky tonk to Cajun music, and yeah. he repopularized the accordion. <laughs> well, the accordion's like the mainstay of Zydeco. Are you an accordion fan? That's due for a resurgence. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I I'll be honest. I don't think that I listen to much music with an accordion. Mariah Carey. <laughs> she just whips it out the XL. She can match that note for note all the way up and down Play the scale. Some Billy um, Joel or some shit. <laughs> a renewal of interest occasion in folk music uh, during the 70s gave Abshire a chance to play several festivals and colleges. And he even starred in the 1975 PBS TV Cajun documentary, Good Times Are Killing Me. Hmm. Huh? Kind of a bummer. Man, it's way better than my bio, but <laughs> you well, use his bio. <laughs> uh, the title proved prophetic. However, as Abshire, as Abshire fought alcoholism... Can you say his, Nathan his, instead of just Abshire? <laughs> nah, stick with Abshire. Uh, as Nathan Abshire fought alcoholism during his last years. He died, Don't we all? He though. died in oh, 1981. Man. Rest in peace. Nathan yep. And then he was born again two years later. Let's go, boys! I'm back! I got a ferret. I'm actually from... Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm from the same town, uh, Kaplan, Louisiana, as Sammy Kershaw, who's a oh, yeah. famous country singer. Yeah. And Pistol Pete Maravich. Basketball player. Yes. Yes. Also a lesser known country. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple hits. He, he played the accordion. Hits. It's weird. He had a couple hits. Is there, uh, are you going to record anytime soon, though? I mean, you can, I heard you mention something last night on stage. Was that just a joke? Uh, did I? I don't, well, I, I posted about, I'm, so I do want to record, um, and I don't have a label or a recording date 
or and I don't yet know what material I want on the album. That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out this week is I want to figure out a bare bones of what I want to put on. So I've been doing um, a lot of my older jokes because the four kind of chunks of jokes that are the oldest in my act make up 45 minutes if I do all of them. Gotcha. Most shows that I do, I do two of them. And then I'll fill in the rest of the time with newer stuff that I'm working on. But uh, I do, I, I want to record soon. I'm hoping to get it done this year. And so I've been, I've been much more focused the sets that I've been doing lately on trying to figure out... I don't know, like recorded. I think I'm just going to record a demo and then move to L.A. I'm kidding. I was going to say, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, and then you just. Brave. Yeah. And then if no one wants to listen to it, you fucking hijack a radio station. Yeah. There you go. Play, play, play it over and over. Until they What's fucking that? play it. Or you just put it out for free until someone buys that shit. All right. Someone's like, well, damn, that was... I really cool. liked my takeover radio station idea, okay. but... Well, you know what? I support you. And- Are you guys both living here still full-time? Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I live with my uh, with my significant other and uh, Nokomis. Oh. South Minneapolis. Yeah. I still uh, try to get out to L.A. for some four-week spurts. Okay. Every year. Don't I'm- say spurts like that. <laughs> four-week spurts. I'm going out for a spurt next Wednesday. Woof. <laughs> I'm spurting it up out there for... March 20th. That's the grossest. I'm uh, the year of the spurt. I'm going out there in April. Really? Mm-hmm. When? Probably once you leave. Yeah. I'll, I, don't know who I, I can help. I'll, I'll uh, stake out some radio stations. Thank you. Like Nate. You yeah. Tell me where the security is weak. You, you guys get that that's an Airheads reference, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I did, okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Uh huh. I didn't. All right, yeah, I thought... I just like the idea mm-hmm. of ruining your life by checking a radio station. <laughs> I mean, honestly, of all the ways that I've ruined my life, that one is the most interesting. <laughs> People will be like, well, at least he went off script. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. You really yes-anded that. <laughs> he was convinced not to have a bio like Nathan Absh. Sure, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Nathan. Good old Nathan. Uh, just because I, I said something about it, I want to get to at least well, just one of these uh, Gallman tips here. And this is one that I, I uh, you know, I'm not a comedian. I'm not writing comedy. Uh, I come here a lot. I don't know what I think of this one. Okay. This is from the other day, uh, within the last week. Number 68, to be precise, from Gary Gallman. Don't... Uh, don't do give it up t- for your host or give yourselves a big hand or how's everybody doing tonight you could do another minute of jokes in the time you waste on this clap trap especially foolish if you only have five minutes what do you- a minute for the wow he's saying skip that whole give it up for your comics and give it up for this and that what do you- I-, I don't see a problem with that i think if you're doing like like if i'm doing like an Industry showcase. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey, keep it going for that guy. Yeah, yeah you go out on the late night. Keep going for Conan. <laughs> Actually, that's super funny. Sure and I would, I would totally do that. Except they don't that give a shit about me. <laughs> Conan, wow. Yeah, come on, really. Give I mean, really, you know, he's bounced back from that Leno thing, and I mean, that's the most impressive. No, Andy, um, he's sitting over there. Come on, Andy. Rickett. Andy came back. I mean, who saw that coming? Wow. How are you, Andy? How you doing? Right. How'd the so- how'd the solo gig go? Never mind. We don't have time for it. All right. Um, no, that's. <laughs> but that's a great. I when I'm. Nice I mean, set. if if I'm doing like a five minute spot, 
I wouldn't. I mean, I think also, I don't. I walk onto stage and I'll say, "Keep it going for Mike," while I take the mic out of the stand. Yeah. So it's it's just to not be doing that sort of naked, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think that in a way that could just be like a comfort blanket for me personally. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, I I agree with you. Like in clubs, it's fine. But if it's like you know you're auditioning for something or doing like a set where like yeah. every second counts, it's like in here, it's like you can do however much time you want on these yeah and and also like when i especially if i'm out of town i don't do it yeah i go on stage and do my jokes yeah and then say thanks at the end of the set instead of trying to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like if i'm if i'm out of town i i just do my set but yeah i i tend to i tend to ruin the room if i go off script too much at the front end yeah interesting yeah i just i I don't know i kill the vibe i really need to i really need to to get them set in and then i can i mean that play around a little bit was masterful on tuesday i thought it was really fun could you not eat that no that was what i that i said that to the other guy wait he was eating something no i said i the one guy that was talking for like 10 minutes about the weed yeah i said to him like i suggested to him that he not do that right now you had a great riff about um he's like it's not a drug deal and you're like well it's not that important (laughs) (laughs) well what i i asked him i was like because they had been talking and it, it was i was doing a joke that I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't going super well. Uh, it's a long, involved joke. I did it too early in the set. Um, it was going okay, but there's, like, a lot of parts where it's just me talking. Yeah. And uh, he was talking to his date off and on for about 10 minutes of the set. And so, finally, I was like, hey, man, are you guys okay? Is everything okay? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. What are you talking about, then? And he goes, weed. And I was like, Okay. Um, do you think that maybe there's a better time for you to do that? And he said, maybe. And I was like, maybe. Yeah, he said, maybe. Hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just hypothesize with me. I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk right now, but when do you think might be a better time? This is fantastic. And then, and then he goes, Maybe after the show. Does it, did he say it? Yeah, he said. Yeah, I think he said it, and then I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? I think we're onto something yeah, here. Good answer. And then, and then I turned back to the crowd, and then I was like, wait, are you selling weed? Are you like selling her weed? And he's like, no. And then I'm like, well, then I can definitely fucking wait. <laughs> You're a very guidance counselor. You know, I, yeah, I ch- I've been trying to talked him through it. Not get angry at that. Yeah. As uh, as much as I used to, because I used to be, I used to like have this sort of vibe of like you're fucking my shit up and I'm mad at you, and then it's impossible to go back into my persona where I'm like, hey, life's bullshit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it, it's a very weird disconnect. Um, so I've been tra- trying when I when I have to say something to someone to be much more playful or you know to take the anger out. I've been reading a lot about how Inuits teach their children, huh? So this is this weird thing I just read. Uh, when I say reading a lot, one article yesterday. All right. Um, <laughs> but apparently Inuits never raise their voice to their children. Like the traditional teaching is that what they do, like if the child's acting out, is they sit down with them and 
and do a little story play about what just happened, but never in anger. It's like it's considered shameful to raise your voice to a child in their culture because you're acting like a child. And so they're all like super... Uh, I mean, this is also like historically, like the the Western civilization that's kind of encroached on them has changed that a lot. Okay, yep. um, makes sense. But there's like uh, so there's a sociologist that went out there like in the 70s and and learned all these really interesting things. But and so weirdly, when they when you don't show anger to a child when it does something wrong, it teaches a child how to because they know you're angry, but when you don't show it. They learn how to manage their emotions better. Ah. Um, and it's just this, like, really fascinating. I don't know. I got kind of far afield. <laughs> yeah, right? But, yeah, like, it's like when the child does something wrong, like, for instance, like, uh, one of the examples they use in the article is, like, a child hits somebody. The mother sits down with the child and uh, wants the child's calmed down a little bit and says, says, why do you, why did you hit me? Why did you hit do you want to hit me? And then sometimes with a young enough child, the child will hit the mom. And then the mom, without being angry, says, ow, why do you want to hurt me? And they walk the child through the decision-making process of being angry. This sounds kind of like the thing that people complain about when they see it in public, where it's like a kid's misbehaving, and then the mom or dad comes over. It's like, now, Timmy, this is not how we, be, you know, like they crouch down. I'm going right. to get to your level, and I'm going to... I do hear a lot of complaints about that. I mean... But it still seems different enough to where it's like, it's more like the Inuits do like kind of a mirror thing where it's more therapeutic. Right. Where in our culture, it's more like a judgmental. It's instruction. Yeah. Like the the one of the big takeaways is that they use a lot more storytelling. Where it's like the storytelling is the instruction, but it's yeah. masked and it's easier to learn. Because like our we're much more inclined to understand stories than we are instruction. Sure. Like like in our culture, even if you do it in a nice way where you come down to the kid, you say, we don't do that instead of, I want to tell you a story. And then you tell them the story of what just happened. And for some reason, human brains, especially younger formative ones, because they haven't developed as much prefrontal cortex, which is why children are more prone to emotional outbursts. Mm -hmm. But even but like all of that is also learned because the brain's pathways, like the more you use whatever part, the more developed it gets. What were you looking at right before you found this article online yesterday or whenever it was? How did you get here? Inuit porn. NPR. <laughs> they were talking about something. You Googled it or? Um, no, no, no. I was, it's the, I was just like looking at their Facebook page. I like their, a lot of their articles, honestly. Oh, okay. But it was yeah. a story they were doing. Yeah, it was a story that they did, and and it was a, a part of it was about the researcher that initially went out that found that the Inuit adults like never expressed anger at her. She stayed with them for like a winter and lived with this family. And one of the things she wrote was like, even though they were very frequently angry with me, no one ever expressed anger. And it was also super uncommon to see anger expressed for anyone. Like someone would spill like in an ice igloo, spill tea all over the floor and ruin the floor. And someone and then the person that spilled the tea was just like, that's unfortunate. I'll, I'll brew another pot of tea <laughs> or like. Like, wow. like a fishing line that they spent hours braiding 
writing snapped on the first use and someone just said better sew it together was maybe they, maybe they were just really stoned yeah <laughs> about that Maybe they invented edibles. Yeah, the, the fucking seal blubber with THC coating. <laughs> My roommate started uh, doing CBD oil. Yeah. Oh, what a crock of shit. Do you really think so? I've I've noticed a change. Modern day snake oil. I've noticed a change, <laughs> but it's not day snake oil. I think I think he feels more relaxed. But to me, it's way more disconnected. Like, like it's just like, we don't talk anymore. <laughs> and I feel like a chick. I mean, not, not that that's he bad. He just but. sits there rubbing balm on himself <laughs> silently while Nate has the one side No, it's just like. Inuit parents. It just, I'm just listening. Like, I'm listening. <laughs> no, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird vibe. I don't I know. I spilled the, CBD the C- oil on my crotch. How unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust that shit. I don't trust it either. If it's zombifying you, that's why I fucking got off weed because I was just getting panic attacks, and I was like, maybe I should just smoke indica, and then it's like I'm just catatonic. Like I can't do anything. So you're you're not. I'm off everything. Everything sober. I'm off fucking everything. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my mania is on the upswing. Hell yeah. Let's go. Are we we celebrating this? Nowhere to go but up, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Boy. You know, roller coasters, they only go up, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a roller coaster, baby! <laughs> I'm the wild thing, yeah! Jeez. Nothing but up! Yeah, nothing but up. That's the mantra for this year. <laughs> nothing but up, lick it and stick it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> lick it and stick it. I don't it. like, this is my year. This is the year of the pig. Really? Yeah. Dude, they like my uh, companion. companion animals. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be. Anyway, I got those for a reason. Also, they're the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, times are tight in Pillars of a Stove Journey. <laughs> they are, dude. My fucking fortress got raided. That's tough. That's gold, tough. Dude. How about Fortnite? Are you into that? No, I play uh, exclusively right now. I'll either play MTG Arena or I'll play Paper Magic or I'll play uh, Pillars of Eternity, which is uh, made by Obsidian. It's an incredible art. RPG. Obsidian is the same company that made, like, the OG Fallout games. Yes. Uh, Something I've heard of. They also made Neverwinter Nights, too. Yeah, they just, they keep, they just, unlike Bethesda, they just keep producing bangers. You know what I mean? Like, Pillars of Eternity. Well, Bethesda's had one bad game. Okay. Well, you know what? That's enough for me to... (laughs) I mean, it's one. It was one. For God's sakes, the clicker on Pillars of Eternity is a gauntlet glove. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like brand new. I've right never done that detail. before in a video game. Right down to the detail. <laughs> I got a little glove to guide my pigs. Yeah. Jesus. Is there anything no, I else? Don't, I don't like Fortnite. You don't also. like Fortnite? No. No, I'm not into it. No. I watched my, I watched one of my kids play it the other day. And it was, it's mm-hmm. too much to keep up with. Mm. I like kind of slower things oh yeah like pillars of eternity it's not online you're not playing with other people you're just doing quests that can lead into you know like any rpg a ton of side quests and they have like two new expansions already so my daughter had the volume up on the she was playing through my playstation uh playing uh, Fortnite, and i walked in the room was like all right first thing turn the volume down i don't need to hear these other kids talking like this is obnoxious are they still really insensitive online what do you think they're like fuck you uh you know what this i i'm gonna 
I'm just going to guess and say yes. I don't know. Because uh, I, I had her turn it down so fast. It was just these young, shrill voices. Like, no, mm-hmm. no, mm-mm. No, I'll let you play this in my living room. I remember but... listening to Joey Vincent bully kids on Grand Theft Auto <laughs> online. <laughs> I won't get into specifics because he'll get mad, but uh, it was not things you say to children. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Is there anything else we should be mentioning before we uh, cut loose here? Hit up the I Love You Man a podcast. There you go. iTunes and Lipson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. I'm going to be at uh, I'm gonna be at the Double Down Comedy Festival in Las Vegas, Nevada this April 24th. 5th through 26th. No, 25th to 27th. And if you got those dates wrong, where can they double check them? Uh, double Down Comedy Fest in Google and then whatever website it takes you to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can we do dates? Sure. Okay. Uh, the, these are the these are the local ones. So it's like May third and fourth. Actually, that's in Fargo. But I'm headlining comedy in the cellar in Fargo. May third and fourth. May ninth and tenth. I'm headlining Sisyphus Brewing. And then May twenty third and twenty fourth. I'm headlining the Comedy Corner Underground. Nice. So those are my next big local things. Nice. And if you're out in Los Angeles, please come see me at the Comedy Store uh, Monday, March twenty fifth. Because the more people that come, the more time I get, and that's called a bringer show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the Bringer Show. Bringer Show. Bring All right. Bring them. I never it's, bring them. Uh, Nate's searching something. Oh, DoubleDownComedyFestival.com. That's what I thought it would be, but I didn't want to say the wrong thing. It's going to be super fun. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates and Christopher Titus are the headliners. Oh. I've seen both of them. All of them. All three of them. Perform. I think both in this scenario. Does both work for that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, for for to follow all my uh, goings on, it's uh, at just Mike Lester on all social media platforms. Mine's at Nate Abshire. Yeah, see, Mike Lester is a political cartoonist as well. And, mm. uh, I used to get ta- he's alt right, so I get tagged in these alt right. Oh, that's oh, amazing! Shit, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I uh, showed Obama what for this week, and I'm like, what's <laughs> happening on my Twitter feed? That's right awesome. Now? There's a comic in Seattle named Gary Larson. Yeah. Who was a comic when The Far Side became the biggest thing in the fucking world Uh in the 90s. He had to change his name. (laughs) (laughs) Which sucks. I thought you were going to say Gary Paulson like the hatchet off. (laughs) Sixth graders keep following me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Fellas, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Let's do it again.